When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name's Jack Farmer. I'm joined by Justin Labar and Raj Geary. It's Monday night, and we just had a banger of a WWE Monday Night Raw. But before we chat about all that good stuff, as always, fellas, how are you? Justin, what have you been up to? I'm back. Uh, obviously, I, listened, I, I missed last Monday. I wasn't uh, feeling the best, so this this is good. I'm back. I'm 100%. I feel good. We got the uh, you know Monday Night Raw tonight. We got the big stadium show for AEW Wednesday. This is uh, Extreme Rules Sunday. This is high times if you're a wrestling fan, right? Yeah, this is great times for wrestling fans. Usually, this is when things kind of cool down in wrestling, but not this time around. Not this uh, year, Raj. <laughs> you you took a much needed break after having constant news cycles, and you come back, <laughs> and the news is a hurricane of news again. Oh God! Uh, how are you doing these days? Miserable. I'm miserable, man. <laughs> I uh, f- was supposed to fly out, so we flew. Uh, we flew to Bandon Dunes. My uh, father-in-law. It's his 75th birthday, so we were flying to Bandon Dunes in Oregon. They have one airport, North Bend, one airport, one airplane at a time. And we get there to fly out. We went from Wednesday to Sunday. Go to fly out. They don't make a single announcement. So we're having to constantly ask. And a, apparently a bird, when the plane came in that we're supposed to fly out of, flew into the engine. And they're like, oh, yeah, a bird flew into the engine. And, and that doesn't sound like I would just think that happens all the time. But apparently it's not. They had to fly in a mechanic. And then they said, once the mechanic came in, then it's going to take about six or seven hours to clear up the bird. So eventually we had to f- drive to Eugene, and th- then our flight this morning was at 5.30. It, it fucking sucked. So that's, uh, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I would avoid that. You know, like, I mean, I've, I've, been, I've had friends like live in like, places like Keene, New Hampshire, Burlington, Vermont, places where you fly to Boston, and then, yeah, there's like a, a plane a day or a plane a week that gets you then right. to the next leg of it all. I would just avoid those places. Yeah, yeah. You know? So the, the the plane only goes out Sunday and Wednesday. So we weren't getting out last night. Either wait till Wednesday or we have to drive to Eugene. And I you thought it was going to be a slow news week. Obviously, there's no such thing as a slow news week anymore. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't. So we'll see. Yeah, I was going to say about the plane, I always feel like you want them to hurry up and just fix it. But then there's that other party. Right. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. Maybe take your time. Right. <laughs> that's maybe that's one thing you shouldn't rush. <laughs> yeah. <for> that, <laughs> they flew that. the new pilot in like, well, <laughs> He just flew in on a – he's pretty hungover. we got to let him sleep it off for at least six hours. So we're going to clean – like, it didn't take six hours to clean the bird stuff out. That took, like, 30 minutes. The, right. the pilot needed to, to rest and get a Gatorade or two. Right. Some, right. some, some greasy McDonald's before he was ready yeah. to take flight. So it was just miserable. <clears throat> well, uh, you talked about news. I want to start off with something simple, though. Let's talk about the, the ratings. They, they are Real all- quick. And the third day of golf, it was just – 
tsunami. It was just raining like crazy. All my family members wanted to go. I had no say. I had to go. I'm just freaking miserable. Just wet. Pants. Everything is just wet. <laughs> chafing. It was just... It was the worst. You need That's... some Manscaped. I, yeah. I did. I still... Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, that did. helped out. It's a good thing you did. Uh, but it's... Uh... <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it helps in those situations. They uh, did. <laughs> so uh, this week's SmackDown, their numbers, uh, pretty good numbers. They, uh, their final number was up 2.42% from the overnight viewership that was released on Saturday morning, which was an average of 2.190 million viewers. This number is down 5.87% from last week's final viewership of 2.383 million viewers. For the Super SmackDown episode from Madison Square Garden, uh, 0.58 in the key demo, uh, 18 to 49, which is down 10% from last week. Um, and it represents 756,000 viewers, uh, according to WrestleNomics. Rampage, on the other hand, drew 642,000 total viewers, according to Showbuzz Daily. That's down 4.17% from last week. Uh, which drew 670,000 viewers for their post all out show. Um, and it was a 0.28 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic. Um, down across the board, but I think that kind of makes sense. Uh, Raj, any uh, insight into these numbers this week? I mean, SmackDown was strong. I mean, you know, pretty much, what was it, like six out of the seven weeks before fans came back, they were under 2 million viewers. They've been above 2.2 million viewers the last four weeks. So, um, really strong. I mean, you know, they, they were going to be down from last week. Last week was huge. You had the return of Brock Lesnar. Uh, and last week was one of the biggest numbers they did of the year. But uh, this was still one of the bigger numbers of the year. And, uh, yeah, it was a, a strong number. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. I know that Raw has the longer lineage, and it is obviously a longer show week to week. But, I mean... Uh, I think there, it's no longer the flagship A show. I think SmackDown has cemented. It's not just a, oh, we're oh, yeah. strong for a month. Oh, we're strong for a season. I mean, SmackDown has cemented that they are the number one show that, that WWE has. And just looking at tonight, Roman Reigns being there, it just felt like a big show. Like yeah, Roman did. makes that difference. He He's that difference maker. And I thought tonight was one of their strongest shows because of Roman. If you didn't have Roman, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, he's a difference maker. And yeah, I think it's clear SmackDown's the number one show. But one of the reasons I always say I don't get too far into the ratings is because you expect them to go kind of up and down, up and down, up and down. But uh, And last week was a huge a huge week in general. But uh, yeah, these numbers are great. I'm actually still shocked on a Friday night they do as well as they do. But uh, well, yeah. Goes, well, and I mean, talk about they do as well as they do a Friday night. And then you look at Rampage at a 10 o'clock spot, uh, you know, losing viewership i mean i'll be very interested to see this friday with this two-hour special of rampage as part of this big you know um grand slam shindig what it can do i mean obviously it's 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 the most you know rampage the very oh. first ramp or the, or the second rampage was a big deal having punk uh, or the the belief that punk would be there um this will be the most stacked advertised rampage card this friday so i'll be very curious to see what they can pull off with this stacked advertised card yeah, but, but the fact that it is two hours, but it's not an hour earlier, an hour later, which is even, you know, later, mm -hmm. um, I think is going to hurt it. 
I, I think they're going to do one of their better numbers for sure. But I think by being two hours, it's going to that's going to bring the the average down. But um, yeah, Rampage, you know, it did uh, six hundred forty-two thousand viewers, the lowest yet uh, overall viewers. The but the the demo was up slightly. You know, that's uh, you know. Uh, it's a sampling error pretty much when you're at that point with a 0.28 versus a 0.27. I mean, Rampage, you know, Tony Khan says it's not supposed to be a B-show. Um, it's quickly becoming that. So um, we'll see next week. They're loading up next week. But, you know, is, until you start doing that more consistently, I think this is the level you're going to see it at, which is that 600,000 range. Should AEW be concerned about what the ratings are next week? If they come in with like a 650 next week, is that say that maybe Rampage is... Because it's so advertised. If it doesn't get a big number, doesn't that kind of cement that, hey, this is just a, a B show? Like, do they need, they need a big number next week, don't they? Well, but it'll, it'll be an, you know, an anomaly next week anyway. Um, because they have Punk's first match. So it's going to be bigger than usual. Then after that, it's going to kind of fall back into their regular cycle. So, um, I mean, yeah, if, if next week is disappointing, I think it says a lot because you got CM Punk's first match. I think CM Punk, his draw wore off quick. He had that first week. And then since then, he hasn't been in the highest rated segment on a show yet since his first week. So that's kind of, that's kind of telling, you know. Uh, whereas Daniel Bryan, he's... T- you know, all of his segments. Again, we're only two weeks, but his segments have been the highest. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, they have been in. A, he has been in the ring with kind of the bigger names, though. I wonder if that has something to do with it. It, it does, and I feel like they got to do something with Punk big because him feuding with Team Taz is not, gra- you know, grabbing the uh, interest of the the viewers. So they need to do something with him. Uh, in the chat, we have a couple chats here. 80s Superfan says, how ironic is it that this would be the week that Raj has his own plane ride from hell? Yeah, but Raj went through four liquor carts. Right. <laughs> oh, trust me. I took care of those carts. And then uh, we have uh, Hojo, Hojo Togo Belinsky says, so with all the drunk stuff on Dark Side of the Ring, are we not getting drunk Raj? We need the humor. Here we go. I got my I got my vino. It's happening. It's happening. Goodbye, Rails. We're, go- <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going off of them. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. <laughs> and uh, King Rail, by the way, says, Tonight's main event gave me attitude vibes. All men walked away looking strong. Roman has a rock vibe, something I never thought I'll see again. He looks and stands out in all of pro wrestling. Yeah. I think he's a game changer. And yeah, I wouldn't say The Rock. The, there's only one Rock. Um, I yeah. mean, he opened the Olympics, the Super Bowl. I mean, it, that's a different level of stardom. Yeah. Uh, and Antoine Fair says, so Cowboys is NFL biggest draw ratings wise. What will the wrestling Twitter world going to do when a post pay-per-view pulls a 1.2 rating? Uh, LOL. I think he means probably 1.2 million viewers. Um, wait, I don't oh, see that oh, wait, happening. Wait, are the Cowboys on Monday Night Football next Monday? Is that what he's trying to say? So is he saying Raw... tonight well, was the Lions and the, tonight was the Packers. Lions and Packers? So is he trying to say the Raw after oh, yeah, the Extreme cause... Rules next Monday is going to do really low? Yeah, because that would be post uh, a post pay per view show. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, maybe. The one thing is, you know, when you talk about viewing habits changing and everything, that's not necessarily the case for football. Football ratings are the highest they've been in five years. Yeah, next Monday is Cowboys-Eagles. Okay. So it's, I mean, football is just hot. Yeah, and, and and now this year with fans, it's it's hotter than it's it's been in a long time. So, you know, Raw got the short end of the stick. You know, being on a Monday night, they're gonna get. I think they're gonna get beat by Dynamite this week again. Um, in the demo. In the demo, yeah, not, yeah. yeah, not in the, not in total viewers, but yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that, I mean, I'll tell you, well, I'll tell you what, that gap in the total viewers is narrowing, and with the the show that they have, AEW has lined up on Wednesday. I mean, it. it I don't know if they're going to beat Raw, but it's narrowing on the total viewership. I think the, I think they're going to do 1.3 million viewers, and I think tonight's Raw probably 1.8, 1.7. So it's it's pretty close. Yeah, and AEW just has so much momentum. It feels like like what they're doing just seems so exciting compared to a Raw. You know, today's Raw was great, but uh, in general, just AEW feels exciting and fun to watch. Where in Raw, typically, if you look at the past six months, it's kind of like. AEW is fresh. You do not see for for as many guys and girls as they slam pack into these shows. And I mean, and some of it's to their credit. They're able to like then just divert away for a 45 second Miro promo or, you know, Miro and whoever he's feeding with, like just to get that story a little bit of, of, of airtime. But I mean, it's it's you never see a rematch. You never. don't see rematches. You don't you like. And that, you know, to their credit, there is a lot of things to nitpick about, like, lack of, you know. Right. Hitting someone with cement block and yeah, not DQ'd, I mean, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But, but, to, <laughs> but, to, but to the credit of the pacing and, and the ability to give fresh and the ability where you finish watching that show and you go, you know what? It felt like they tried. They really tried to give me the best thing they could with what they were able to do this week. Like, I mean, that's, you, can't, you, you can't fault that. That's just much needed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh. Bad Keith Gaming says, if Rampage was shown earlier, would it do better? I don't think so. No. Not against SmackDown. No. SmackDown's, I mean, SmackDown and Dynamite are the hottest wrestling shows right now, by yeah. far. And uh, unless you're loading those Rampages up, I, I, I think it would do probably the same. I, I don't know if it'd do worse, but it's not doing better. I, I don't know. I feel like for its time slot, it's okay being a B-show and just getting guys on there that maybe don't have time on dynamite. I think it's like, you know, getting a Brian Pillman jr. And a max caster chances to get main event time or whatever. I think that's fine. The pro the problem is you can't, you can't let the, a new show like a rampage lose its any identity of need to see part of the problem is, is that when rampage is taped more often then it, then it loses a, a you know, I need to see. You know, the fact that it's going to be live this week, the fact that it's going to, again, going to have the most uh, advertised stack card. I mean, that's good. So let's see what maybe the potential is. But, it, you know, I mean, until you start having meaningful, like, title changes or real big storyline pivotal moments happen in that one hour uh, on a Friday night from 10 to 11, it, it's just, it's just, it's naturally just going to default to a secondary show. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Look at history. Even when SmackDown launched, SmackDown launched and it was the rock show and SmackDown's and it became in the dictionary, but it was still a show taped. SmackDown uh, was the B show until they moved box. Exactly. Yeah. And then like, you know, look, before or right around that WCW thunder, no matter what mm-hmm. WCW could do, you know, like it, it, it's, it's very hard to launch an equivalent second 
a show. It's just very hard to do. Yeah, you don't want to have your big surprises on a show that's taped because it, it, it's out, especially in today's day and age. It's all over the internet. So if you got a big return, big you know something happening, you want to do it on your live show so the spoilers aren't out there. And so just by default with that, it's automatically a B show if you're a tape show. Yeah, it's Thunder didn't even try to be a A show. I think, <laughs> I think they tried for a week, uh, and it and uh, it fell off. But our own D- Demon Diva saying the Rock wishes he was Roman. Does he? I don't know. I think he's doing all right. Maybe the hairline. I don't know. But uh, Isa, sit down and have another drink, sweetie. Just, just <laughs> sip your cocktail and enjoy the show. I uh, yeah. uh, Antoine Fair says She's sorry, a little back drunk. At that. Cowboys playing next Monday. Raw is going to be low rated wise. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, uh, Raw does have its core audience. So Screw Cowboys versus Prescott. Eagles. Yeah, I think I think they'll I think they'll they won't be as big as this week, but I think they'll be all right. Do they? Is there? Are we getting to a point where Raw has kind of just gotten to its core audience and that nothing's going to yes. really affect them anymore? Yeah. I think yeah. we're pretty close like, to that. We're about there. Like, when you know, look at last week. We you know they. I mean, they. On the day of, they try this scramble of Big E calling this shot, and 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 I mean a title change on a Raw, not a, a title change on a Raw, and that new champion becoming a first time champion, like you know, not a not a Goldberg or a Brock or somebody hot shotting back in, and, and like you know, a Big E, uh, a, a very organic over right. baby face calls this shot without without completely telling you it's going to happen, and even then. Yeah, your number doesn't really move. I mean, that is a showing that you are down to whoever, whoever's still watching it because they're paid to have to do it, or because they know no different. <laughs> that's yeah. all. They, that's just what they know. Yeah. And they put themselves to that misery. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what. And, at. and that's the thing. You know, Dynamite is probably going to beat Raw this week, but you know, yes, Raw does have Monday Night Football competition. But when you're talking to cable executives and everything, you're not like. Well, we're the number one show this week, but that's because this and this and this. You just say we're the number one wrestling show right now, mm-hmm. and th- those are bragging rights that you cannot, you know, th- th- that's huge. And this is a show that was not around. Dynamite is a show that was not around two years ago. So WWE, they need to get off their ass. And I'm sure if you're at USA, you're noticing this as well. No, for sure, because like- you're you're spending 250 million dollars a year on Raw. And this other show that you know they're spending forty million a year is doing similar ratings in the in the key demo. So you know yeah. that's that's and something. Having, and having a lot more cool, trendy PR. Yeah. Yes. Positive, cool, trendy PR. Yes. And and, and the Owen Hart stuff today, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That of all days, like of all days today too, where it, uh, more good news for AEW. Uh, <laughs> Ultra Pack says Reigns, Big E, Lashley should have been in Mania. I think it could have been a main event, Mania match, but uh, I like when I get things right away. So give me what I want. <laughs> you know, there were there were some people that were saying like WWE was hot shotting Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns was supposed to be on this Raw for weeks. I mean, that was announced uh, weeks ago. So uh, he he's not on the UK tour. The SmackDown brand is on the UK, but yeah, Roman and the Usos, they're all here. And Jay Russell Harris says, I attended tonight's show. Keith Lee was in the very first dark match. What's the plans with Keith Lee? I felt heel vibes from him. Hmm. Isn't he Bearcat now? Or what's what's going on? Didn't they say his name was different? 
they're changing him, you know, week by week. Right now, that is the plan: is Bearcat Keith Lee, Keith Bearcat Lee, uh, playoff of Bearcat Wright, um, and yeah, he's supposed to be a heel, but you know, until he shows up again, who knows? Yeah, they're throwing darts at the wall each week, just seeing what what works. Yeah. They're doing have that with Karen Cross, too. <laughs> I was going to say, have they tried giving him a gladiator helmet? And uh, <laughs> uh, Buddy Barlow, uh, yeah, Buddy Barlow. And said, I feel bad, by the way, too. There's an indie wrestler that's been here for like a decade here in the Pittsburgh area. He's a short, stocky, very charismatic fellow. And his name is Bear, the Bearcat Keith Haught. Ah. And oh, I saw no. his social night, and he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, man. What a bummer when you have a name that's exactly gimmick infringement so close and it's because no one's going to believe him later, you know, like, yeah. right. Like I thought of it first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Buddy Barlow says with AEW dynamite having nearly 20,000 fans this week, do you think it's possible they could fill out a 45,000 seat stadium? I, I think for sure. Yeah. yeah. For their pay-per-views. I think they easily could. All they yeah. need is just the, the right length of time of promotion. I mean, they they have enough players now, and that's yeah. not even that's not even without some of the other. You know, does Bray Wyatt show up? Does it, you know they have enough players just as is that are draws? That if if you give people enough time to allow for out of town to allow for that mania effect where people can make travel plans to travel in and and budget their money. You know, so if you said, "Look, we're going to do this giant show in whatever month," and you gave enough notice, yeah, they could do it. I think absolutely. Is is their mania all out? What's their mania? Do they have one? I think they kind of treat them all kind of the same. Yeah, every, like they every, don't have a mania. Like it, it's it it varies by the by the event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would like it to be all out for whatever that's. <laughs> I mean, that's got the that origin. Is there. That's got yeah. the origin right. to it of of what launched this whole thing of let's do a company. I mean, but then their show in May is that that was when once they launched AEW with their press conference in that January, May was like their first that, that Vegas show, and that Vegas is when Moxley showed up. So like that's got a certain significance to it. So and then out, but now this whole revolution st- too. Well, in the stadium thing, they're doing the upcoming here. I think Tony Khan said he plans to do this reoccurring every year. So like. I mean, I mean, again, good on them. They're they're building this annual like annual schedule of it's like a tradition. Must, yeah, uh, you know, like what what took WWE a couple of decades to do of building the big four, so to speak, uh, and the growth of of, of pay per view um, in a matter of two years. AEW is making these timestamp events that you have to tune into, and they have they're they're giving historical precedent immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we have some some big news, obviously, from Dark Side of the Ring, something that a lot of us don't want to talk about. But uh, obviously, there were some uh, some accusations about Ric Flair, and Ric Flair came back on Twitter today, and he responded. Uh, I won't read the entire thing verbatim, but just basically started off with him saying that uh, every person he's ever worked with told him not to, but he did anyways because he wanted to clarify some things. Um, basically says that he has made mistakes in his life, but has never, um, you know, done anything where he uh, forced anyone to do anything. Uh, kind of a, a touchy subject, obviously. Do you guys have any uh, thoughts on what's going on with all this? Or uh, Dark Side of the Ring obviously had Twitter uh, in, a, in a tizzy this weekend. 
Which, which, in such irony too. I just want to put on Jack. Such irony. This feels like it's the most, like, after the fact, blocks falling um, response of a Dark Side of the Ring in the three seasons. And then, ironically, it's actually the lowest viewer viewed one right. ever. Yeah. So that's just kind of wild. I don't know. The weird. Well, we we get in our wrestling bubble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's interesting that the the guy that's suffered the most so far um, is Tommy Dreamer, who you know uh, said some had some dumb comments, but uh, he wasn't even on that flight. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of kind of ironic that he's the one that is kind of gotten the most uh, the most repercussions as far as paying a price. Uh, obviously, Ric Flair. Well, I think um, he was on it. He just wasn't. I, I don't he think was he was on there. No, no, I don't think he was. Uh... I mean, him. I think him and Van Dam were both on it. I just, it's just he's just he's able to give the account of saying like I'm on it. But uh, like, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, he, uh, he, it's it's yeah. ironic because he's on it, but he's at least by his tale and everybody else's tale. It's not like he's doing any. You know, he's just kind of an eyewitness. Right. Twenty years ago, and then now he's given his perspective and. Right. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's on it. I think that's why he's so heavily yeah, yeah. used. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. I, I, I totally space that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, what do you, what, what can you say? I mean, it's. I, I know Flair. Um, he was upset with an interview that we did. For whatever reason, he decided he he sent out a, a press release and he included the interview that we did with Rory Carf, who did the. ESPN 30 for 30 documentary. Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it's. Did you guys catch us too? You know, again, in the fallout, Rick's in these um, car shield commercials. Yep. Right. And they said they were going to stop those, but at 9.58 Eastern time, going into the 10 o'clock hour. Yeah, Eastern it was time, I saw a Ric Flair car shield right, right before the Charlotte segment. Yeah. And I, I was like, well, that's. Did somebody screw up and pulling that from the rotation here? Right. So, oh, or I wonder if that was one of those things that was like already in motion and they couldn't. Right. Or it's it. just they didn't even think about it. It was just already in there. They didn't care enough to to pull it, which, you know, when you're dealing with ad networks and things like that, they do have those ones that are already in rotation and they're not. Uh, yeah, they're not going in to get it changed. Did did they still do the woo in the very beginning of the show? No, they took that oh. out. Interesting. The woo is out. Um, Flair, he, he issued a couple statements. Um, the last one, he said, to clarify, the helicopter, as it was called, is accurate. The helicopter is where you're spinning your dick around. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to explain, Raj. We know what it is. <laughs> Take another drink before you explain that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could you uh, I, I, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, demonstration. I cr- <laughs> uh, said, I wish I could blame it on youth, but it was a case of drinking too much and being inappropriate. And I apologize for that and have countless times over the years. I've made some bad decisions during dark periods of my life. And it is something I've spent a significant part of years. I was given by the doctors in 2017 trying to make it right. I condemn sexual assault in any way, shape, or form. I could and have written books, as have others, that have covered my transgressions. 
I've made some terrible decisions, but I've never forced myself on anyone in any way, period. So that is his, that is his statement. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't really know where things go from here with all that. Um, yeah, again, kind of what you guys said about it being viewed. One of the reasons I haven't seen it yet, like I, I plan on checking it out, but I thought this was one of those stories I already heard. And so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll catch it later. But, um, yeah, this the part the, the uh, that the uh, air hostess said as far as in the back that was new, and that you know right. that's the most serious of everything that's in in the show. So, right. uh, it's yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, I I cannot see AEW hiring Rick right now, and yeah. um, he denies who's, it. But who's been hanging around AEW? I mean, Rick's been, you know, it's like, you know, and obviously his, his uh, soon-to-be son-in-law, Andrade's there, and there's been a lot of rumor of Andrade booting Chavo because... Well, he did. He booted Chavo last week, right? Right, but but rumor yeah. of why they quickly did that story, right. you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean... It'd be very interesting to see how it, how it all works out going forward and... You know, we'll we'll see. Goes to show that uh, your past can catch up with you, but at the same time, he denies it. I don't know. I don't like to get into all that kind of stuff, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, King Rail in the chat. Uh, I just lost it. King Rail in the chat says, AEW feels like TNA in its glory days. The new kid at school is always interesting. Too many of similar talent on AEW. Love the matches, but Rampage is a show I don't mind missing. Uh, TNA TNA's glory days whenever that is doesn't even come close to the heights of what AEW's got to so. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I maybe I don't know maybe you mean uh, King Real means like the Samoa Joe AJ Styles uh, Kurt Angle like even then that was a like, that was that was a micro wrestling bubble who was like this is great yeah. AEW actually has far wider distribution way more money now or coming down the pike to them and ability to like be a major player in the industry. And part of it is AEW also benefits on WWE's business practices uh, resulting in shakiness, i.e. releasing a ton of like valuable talents. Um, you know, that wasn't happening for TNA in their glory days again, whenever the F that was, but you know, they don't even compare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, t- TNA. You know, there were episodes where they did two million viewers plus, but t- TV viewing was way different. I think the fairer way to look at it is the percentage of raw viewers that a show was doing. TNA was probably doing a third or a fourth of what Raw was doing at 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 its best, whereas AEW is like seventy percent. You know, eighty percent. So. Uh, it's 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 a different animal and, and and they're they're making it talent friendly so all these guys who's got who've got their contracts coming up see what's going on there they see in WWE where you're you're buried in your hometown or you, you have to lose uh you know uh Thea Trinidad her father died on 9/11 and on the 9/11 show she was not included on that show and that should have been a priority, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was completely uh, skipped, 
I just, I, it's, it's just one of those reasons why I feel like people are looking elsewhere. And the bad thing is, is I don't know at all, but the bad thing about that, Raj, and I agree, is like that would have been one of those things that were maybe if it got to Vince, he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. We have her on. Yeah. But there's so many levels and layers right. and complications. It might have completely missed him. It might have got to the level below him. It might, it might have got to Bruce, whoever, whatever. Yeah, and they, and they made it there, and they just made a decision. Well, no, it's not. And and didn't even get to Vin. like. But right. that that goes to show you how big it sometimes, how much of a detriment it can be to getting so big to where you don't have. You know, Tony Khan still seems like he's extremely hands on. Right. Ten years from now. Right. Is, he, right is he still able to be we'll see but like it's that that's what sucks is the machine gets so big it bring, it has so much money and so many moving parts but sometimes the person who would make the ultimate decision to say yeah that needs to happen doesn't even get to make that yeah. decision it's too corporate it's too it's too clean it's too corporate and i feel like they need to find i, I don't know how you do with this now with where they're at but tone it down become more organic and not so clean i don't know they, i don't know they what, never what the right they never is. they never will because they have they have yeah, too they much they have too much content to produce right but wwe's main shows at least raw smackdown never mind all the other things they need to produce 205 live whatever they would benefit if it went back to the days of writing the shows around vince's pool absolutely there would be a benefit yeah those were the best days yeah um, and I don't know, I used to always think too, like, oh, but it's a big wrestling company. You have, these are things you have to do. If you saw the other side of it, you'd understand. But then you do see an AEW and like, they're able to get hometown heroes, a uh, hero's welcome. You know, they're able to get Britt Baker in front of the Pittsburgh crowd. They're able to get Brian Pillman and John Moxley in front of the Cincinnati crowd. Uh, and they're not as big as WWE, but they're certainly still a big, a big machine too. So it, it kind of exposes that a little bit more, I think, now that we can see the other side. Like, oh, no, it is possible to do all these things uh, as opposed to just right. shrugging. Um, but I want to talk about Rob. Before we do, though, I do want to say real quick, thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you, everyone who's listening on the podcast. If you could like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. You guys have been listening to this show. You know what to do. Just share the show five-star reviews, all that good stuff. Uh, but let's talk about Raw. Guys. Just the highlights of Raw. Real quick. So RVD did tweet just a few minutes ago that – so on the documentary, they made it seem like he saw what happened with Rick, and he's tweeting out that he did not see that. Oh. So he said, I can confirm I didn't see that, and I didn't say that. Creative editing, and we'll have people hearing it different ways. So it goes back to my point a minute ago of like, how are they trying to edit this? How are they posing questions? Yeah. yeah. Um, so New Day comes out. You get a bunch of you deserve a chance to start the show. Biggie thanks everyone, but then Roman Reigns comes out, uh, and we get a, a six man tag team match. And to your point, Raj, Roman Reigns is a presence when he comes out. Uh, Big E is just an energetic person. This was one of my favorite intros to Raw in a very long time. Uh, but Justin, I'm going to start with you. How do you like the way we kicked off a big show this week? I was into it. And I want to start with just when uh, Big E's in the ring with, with the New Day. Um, huge crowd response. There's 
emotion. You know, Biggie has that moment saying, I, I appreciate all of you. I'm paraphrasing here on Earth, and then one special friend above. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the crowd starts to chant Brody, uh, Brody Lee, or, or Luke Harper. And, and he, you know, so Biggie can't say the guy's name, but is able to allude to it. The fans pick up on it. It's, it's you know, that was a really quick hitting emotional moment. And then also the fans chanting, uh, you deserve it. The fact that he's world champion. You know, when was the last time a WWE champion got a you deserve it chant right upon winning the title um really think that that chant is so overdone we hear that chant so you know in hall of fame speech whatever think about it an active current star who's in his 30s who's now WWE champion for the first time got a you deserve it chant that's a huge uh that's a huge statement both on the fans' relationship with the champion holder and WWE's booking decision. That's what that on my notes here in front of me. That's what I took away. When was the last time we got a, a you deserve a champ for WWE champion? I think Kofi's. Did Kofi get one? I would say Kofi off the top of my head, but I don't even know if that's accurate. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't remember that either. Um. But of course, I thought this match was fun. I thought it was great. But if the, the ending happens, right? And it's it Lashley comes out and he spears everybody. He destroys the bloodline. He should destroys- have been a DQ. Why was there no DQ? That was they never call of- a DQ. That's what a lot of people are saying. I thought that six man tags were no DQ, no, but no, I think no, I no. triple three, triple threat. no, no. Threat. triple threats are no DQ because you can't. If one person interferes, that harms one person. There's still two, like. There's no DQ and triple threat, but in a six-man tag, when it is still that, that should have been a DQ. This this was AEW officiating here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, AEW just stealing everything from AEW. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought uh, th- that said, I thought the match was really fun, and uh, yeah. you know, seeing the new day in the bloodline. You know, it's kind of one of those when you hear it, you're like, ah, oh, this is kind of like a dream match, but then you're like, is it really? Like, because there's four guys that could easily take the pin. It's not like, uh, you know, Roman and Brock versus The Rock and under... T- you know you, you know what I mean? Where you can't see anyone losing. Uh, but it was it was fun. Yeah, it was it was really fun. I, I think, I on paper, I feel like Lashley taking out Bloodline and New Day by himself has got to be the most impressive single man thing that we've seen done from a, a story standpoint in a very long time. Uh, Cause both those teams are pretty hot right now. So I, I love that. I love this whole opening segment. I was edging my seat for the rest of the show. Uh, we do get a quick um, uh, Francisco saying Lashley speared reigns after the match was over. That kind of made me think Lashley's going to SmackDown. You know, we got the draft coming up in a couple weeks. A lot of things happened today that made me think, is that person going to SmackDown? But Lashley right. did attack people that were in the – he attacked – he speared people in the match before the match was yeah. over. Like, right. And the referee looked right at him too. Yes. Uh, I, that may have probably – I think at the end of the day, it was really just the referee probably was supposed to stay turned around a little bit longer or something. I don't know, but – No, 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 it wasn't because the re- it was just one of these we're just going to – it almost felt like – we are in a got a pop of viewership 
we're gonna we're gonna bend and blind our own rules at the moment here. That that's what it right. was. I don't think there was any attempt to hide it. Who won the match? New Day? No, uh, Bloodline. No, won, uh, Bloodline right? won. Yeah. Bloodline. Uh, uh, Reigns pinned um, uh, Xavier. Xavier. That's right. Okay, so yeah, they had a good night. <laughs> they had a good night. Yeah. Uh, I, that's one thing too. Again, if we're gonna nitpick, if we're picking nits here, I felt like Big E should have had a win somewhere tonight. He coming off a week after winning the title, I think if you want to establish him as a new top guy, he should have had something where he he got he got something on the show. Yeah. Uh, well, Riddle and Randy Orton got some new headphones, uh, and they're. <laughs> They're singing along to the words of uh, the Vipers theme song, even though, Riddle, you got the words wrong. Come on, they did, man. They got the wrong, yeah. <laughs> These are fun to watch because you, you can see Randy trying not to crack up and Riddle trying to break him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's fun about these. Yeah. Uh, not really much to take home from this segment. I just thought it was a fun segment. Um, Eva Marie and Dewdrop, And uh, if... <laughs> Uh, they have another match, and this one is just about verbatim the same as the last two times they got in the ring together. <laughs> so what is the point? Storyline, what is the point of doing this? I think that at this point, Dewdrop is the jerk. Why? Yeah, she's the, the bully. Eva, Eva Marie. No, no, no. Eva cut the promo beforehand saying, girls like you don't add up to women like me like no they still kept the heat on eva but i do agree what's the point of this like what what are we supposed to be doing now like dude like dewdrop's got her vengeance she's beat the bully so where do we go from she's now? had it three weeks she's got her vengeance for three right. weeks so if you're writing a story what was the storyline reason for having this match tonight we had to fill 10 minutes that's it because she lost clean last week, Eva Marie, Dewdrop beat her. It wasn't like th- this is adding a new wrinkle. It's basically doing the same exact thing. So, man, Raw, their storytelling can just be fucking lazy. And this is a, a prime example of that. And Ricochet's in the back watching this going, they don't have time for me. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> We're doing this match for the third week in a row. But, right. Yeah. No, no, no time. We're out of time. <laughs> Yeah, I, this that one I, I, I'm not a fan of. I've seen it. If there was a new wrinkle to everything, I'd be okay with it. But yeah, yeah. like I thought there was going to be. I thought Eva was going to outsmart Dewdrop, but now I, there's no reason they should ever cross paths again. Uh, Nathaniel Cook in the chat says Kevin Owens got a you deserve it when he won the title with help from Triple H. If he retains the title, who does Big E face at Mania? Love the show. Well, thank you, Nathaniel Cook. Thank um, you. I guess it. Uh, I, I have no idea. I mean, it depends, the the draft makes it kind of hard to predict WrestleMania. I think a, a, a heel Drew McIntyre. I think would I would be. love a heel Drew McIntyre. Because Drew is kind of stale right now. I feel like he can use uh, a fresh paint of coat, as they yes. say. <laughs> <laughs> so more uh, colorful, like NXT. Right. He's yeah. he a rainbow color. Paint is just flying all over him. <laughs> And Jack says, Jack, you want your Mortal Kombat touch? Lashley and Brock, book it. I'm waiting for it. Like I told you earlier, Jack, God of War type match. I would love to see that. I think everyone would love to see that match. Yeah. So we're not getting it. 
<laughs> it's we like gotta, uh, gotta Sting and Undertaker. Yeah. They were on the same WrestleMania card, and they did not wrestle. It's unforgivable. I mean, I think they would do it, but there's just not time to do that and get Eva Marie and Dewdrop on. You, you, you do have to find, <laughs> you, you know, you need the third rematch. <laughs> <laughs> uh i love them both i just ready for him to move on uh <laughs> I, I do too i think eva yeah. marie is great in her role but this is just running on a treadmill right uh so we get um uh biggie wants a three-way match and so does apparently paul Heyman, and that's what we're getting later tonight it's made official but first we've got uh randy orton versus aj styles and it's just two of the best doing the best uh Omos gets banned from ringside and Orton gets the win after a, uh, a, a not quite an RKO from the phenomenal forearm, but uh, the, uh, the DDT got, no, he hit the DDT. Then he got the RKO uh, big win for Orton here. Uh, Justin, any thoughts on another solid one from these two? Uh, Randy Orton is, is one of the greatest ever. I, I can't, I, I, I've I, I've watched his career so closely, and and I just he's just so damn good. I, I know it's been said. I think JBL said it like he's the you create a wrestler. It's what you, you end up creating. Randy Orton, mm-hmm. he's so good, and um, there's a lot of comedy in what he's doing with uh, Riddle, but there's a lot of also little things you can watch. Like this is this is Randy having fun. You know, Randy went. Randy went through a period in his career that you know he probably looked back on and wasn't the best in terms of just complacent, not the best locker room guy. He's at a place now where he seems like personally he's very happy. Uh, he he's he's made his money. He's still there. He's healthy. He's helping guys like uh, a Matt uh, Riddle. Like this, he's just it's just so fun. And you watching these matches. I mean, he is as crisp as it gets. He's uh, my biggest knock on Randy Orton, and this is like ten years ago. Was he had accomplished so much so young? He was the youngest world champion. He had won this. He had beat this. He beat like like he was at like twenty seven years old, and there was nothing. He won rumbles. He, there was nothing else to do. He had literally just done all the things, and so it kind of got stale. You know, we've seen him few with John Cena. You know. And he somehow has managed to really uh, reinvent himself, and and I don't know. I just every time I watch Randy Orton in these pivotal moments of being a key part of a show, it's like this dude is he he's he's going to be one of the goats. He's not yeah. maybe there necessarily right now to some people because people base goats on who's done and you know rode off on the sunset, and he's still mm-hmm. very much active. But he's a goat. Yeah, I think so. I put him. I put him a uh, top ten personally, but oh, oh well, uh, top Francis- ten, top so, ten, yeah. So yeah, Fran- Francisco Fagliano bringing up that Meltzer had said something about uh, Okada, Tanahashi, Omega, and Brian are all bigger draws than Orton. What? Uh, <laughs> okay, well, go ahead and back, Francesco. Watch Raw tonight. When Orton's music hits, and they actually had a, and I remember this clearly, they had a aerial camera shot of the entire arena there at NC State, and it was probably the, and it was definitely the top three biggest pop of the night. 
probably right there with 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 Reigns and Big E of people who got up on their feet and made a noise of, of this music. The first just bars of a music of this is Randy Orton. I'm up and making a reaction. That's, yeah, I, yeah. I, well, I'm not, we're not talking about X's and O's of of work rate and and wrestling right, importance right, right. here. We're talking about who, based upon their name and the few seconds of their music, can sell tickets. Yeah, and I think with that, I don't think any of them are on there. I think it's Lesnar, uh, Cena, The Rock. Uh, yeah, it's it's it, it, Reigns. I mean, we Reigns just, we've seen with we, we. I mean, he's kind of the only one. Uh, Omega has not shown much of a difference when he's on a show or not. Uh, Punk made a huge difference his first night in, and then he has not been the highest-rated segment since. Danielson, again, he's new. So, you know, Randy Orton moved to AEW. That would draw huge for the first couple weeks, and then it's, where are you, you know, a few weeks later. So, really, there's not many quote-unquote draws right this now. Is, this is people, this is people too, that think, like, they're, they say these statements, they think that this means, like, Draw means the excellence of the work rate match becomes novelty, even if only seven hundred thousand people watch this match. Right, whatever means. No, like we're talking about draw right. means who can make a ticket be bought or right. a pay per view bought based upon I want to go and I want to hear that music and see the sight of them come out. Yeah, like that Suzuki versus Moxie match had a huge drop. When that match happened, and granted, it had the Brian Danielson segment before that, but a lot of times, what is in the wrestling circles of what's big is not really. Uh, Tanahashi, uh, come on. Uh, well, and Fran- or yeah. Francesca just said Meltzer said this, Justin, not me. Well, if Mel- well, <laughs> well, Dave has a, a residency, I guess, with some of these guys. Yeah. I think that he needs to acknowledge the best ticket seller and that's Bad Bunny. Give him some uh give him some draw love. Yeah. Put him <laughs> next to Tanahashi in that conversation. <laughs> uh uh Ron said Ron Walia in the chat says they are advertising Roman versus Drew October first SmackDown. That'd be cool. Yeah, so that's the first night of the draft. So that makes sense. That feels like a, a draft episode matchup. Yeah. It'll be good to see. Rain this is the, fir- this the first one, right? Raw in a while. We didn't have Drew, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, because did they, they just did the UK tour. He's probably... No, it's a SmackDown. It's, uh, the UK tour is SmackDown. Oh. Okay. I don't know if he's on... Actually, I mean, it's very possible he could be on there. No, but... no Drew and no gender. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. They're still fighting somewhere. Drew and the Viking Raiders versus Jinder and Shanky was not something we needed tonight. So is with, that on with, main event? With the swords scavenging. Probably. <laughs> nah. yeah. uh, we also had uh Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler, and this one actually shocked me how uh it was quick and decisive, and Shayna Baszler got that old ruthless NXT Shayna Baszler back, breaking the arm of Nia Jax in the stairs was brutal. Nia Jax, I got to give her credit. She made me feel really bad for her in this one. I thought this was really well done. Uh, Raj, did you do you like the way this team split up tonight? 
I did. I thought Nia sold it great. I mean, she was like, uh, I mean, she was screaming. She sold it like, she sold like I haven't seen her sell before. Yeah. And I thought it was fantastic. It made Shayna look like a killer, even though she hasn't won a singles match since February. So this was the first one. But still, it elevated her huge with how, with the the job that Nia did. Yeah, th- yeah. this was this was well done. Um the the build and climax to like Shayna setting up for like is she gonna do it, is she not? And then, you know, stomping on Nia's arm and yeah, I mean Nia's scream and sell. Uh I, I was in the basement watching this and my wife was at the top of the stairs in the kitchen and she goes, What is that noise? <laughs> it yeah. was Nia her her scream. It's kind of upsetting. It was a yeah. it was a disturbing scream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, great sell job. And then, you know, if you look at it, the, the facials and visuals. Um, yeah, I mean, Shayna hasn't mattered in a long time. But in this segment, this certainly uh, created a, a, a sense of relevancy. Yeah. Yeah, my interest in both of these two went way up after this. Again, but it's blown away because usually, like, I'm a fan of them, but like, I, I, I kind of go, okay, this, I, I've seen kind of what they do. But this one, I was like, wow, I'm reinvested in them. I thought this was amazing. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy MT91 in the chat says, who do you guys think moves in the draft? That's uh, such a... I, you know, I don't, I don't know, Jimmy. This is so baffling to me um uh, wrestle votes who was obviously a very credible insider on twitter they had tweeted something today about how pay attention to this raw rating that roman being advertised for this raw is going to mean something meaning if, if if there's a if there's a movement in the raw number viewership then opens up the box that's the phrase opens up the box of let's have more stars crossing over on both raw and SmackDown to which I respond. It's been 20 fucking years. We've been doing this brand split. (laughs) How is this box still a mystery of? Yeah. If you have an over talent, put them on both shows. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't know. We continue to make this harder than it needs to be. Yeah. I, I think the more we're seeing nights like tonight, the more we're pretty much seeing the end of the brand split. That's what always happens, right? You start intermixing the, the brands, and then uh, then it's it's not Did, a big deal anymore. Didn't Orton and Cena just have a match 10 years ago about <laughs> we both fight and the winner is the... the Universal, universal champion. We try it every. No, 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 not the universal, the undisputed champion. Right. We try it every few years. You gotta, but it does feel like the end of the the brand split um, is is coming sooner than later. It's just it seems too hard to know that you have. You know, if I'm if I'm Vince and I'm on Raw and I'm looking at what I can do, it's too hard to not use Roman Reigns when you could. You know, like I don't know why you wouldn't like why well, especially, not especially if you have NBC going. Well, why is SmackDown doing such better viewership? Oh, they have Roman. Why don't we have Roman? We're paying you two hundred fifty. Right. Does our two hundred fifty million not matter? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, USA pays more uh, per year than than Fox does. Although Fox, technically, it's more because it's, if you're taking it by the hour per show hour, Fox pays more. But still, you know, the USA is paying a shit ton of money. Uh, yeah. They want their they want their just desserts as well. Yeah. I- I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Again, it's so hard to predict anything with the draft coming anyways. But, uh, yeah, speaking of uh, hard to predict, uh, Ali and Mansoor had a team up against uh, Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. And I did not expect these two to be a team. I Surprising win. I liked it. I liked seeing uh, Carrillo and uh, Garza as a team. I think they worked. It was quick. It didn't drag way too long. Uh, but I like them as a team. I, I, I think it works out uh, – Raj, what are their ceiling? It seems low. They're, I mean, they're legit cousins, but I, you know, you, it's clear that they don't have plans for these guys. It's just this. This seemed like it was thrown together probably today. So, um, it's they're they're both very talented. I've always thought Angel Garza has a ton of potential, but this just felt like a throwaway match, and it's not going anywhere. What a sad state in your booking when five months ago you were sticking a rose up another man's ass and you were in a better booking <laughs> position than you are now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who got the better of that deal now that you think about it? Because uh, I guess uh, Gulak is still backstage hunting for a title. So He, he was on the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, they were trying to trap uh, Reggie. Yeah. Um, mm. So before we get to that, though, we did have a, another carrying cross promo and uh, Connor's Cure promo. So good stuff for Connor's Cure. Uh, any quick takeaways about carrying cross or no? Okay. I, I mean, I'm. I, I will say this: I like that they've kind of hit the reset on Cross. They're trying to make us forget about the questionable. Why did he come on and lose for a minute and then win a minute and whatever? Like they're trying to re. They're, they're trying to do as if he's now being promoted from NXT to Raw. So I guess that's okay. Uh, I am cur- like I mean, I, I legit thought for a minute, because they showed his promo tonight, his vignette, I thought maybe he interrupts this main event. Maybe he interrupts this triple threat and, and uh, attacks Big E or something. Um, that didn't happen, obviously. But like I'm encouraged that they're trying to reset and right the ship with Cross, despite the ridiculous wardrobe and other things. Yeah, I hope they I hope they let him just go back to regular a regular outfit when he comes out. But uh, I agree. I hope it means something good for him. Um, Hopefully, the the Bastion Booger straps aren't working, and uh, they'll never work. It'll it, never. It's work. not going to happen. It, it, you're not. When was the last time you saw someone headline WrestleMania with that shit on? You know, yeah. never. No, uh, <laughs> I, I, was trying, I was just trying to think what how far what was Demolition's biggest spot on a show. They they had a couple big ones, but Andre and Haku was probably their their top at WrestleMania six. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, but I, I just it's not. I agree, it's not going to work. It doesn't look cool. I can't imagine as a kid being like, check out this cool dude with the, the, the Bastion Booger strap. <laughs> <laughs> but he is cool. Carrie Cross is cool. I don't just get rid of the straps. He was someone I did not think that they could screw up on the main roster. He just well, had the size, the look, and everything, and they have went far and beyond to screw him up. And he's a and he's a badass who looks yes. like a badass, 
who is an intelligent guy, but can talk in a badass. And then, oh, by the way, he has a woman by his side who is dropped out gorgeous, who she looks like a badass that, that she'll cut your throat. Mm-hmm. Why would you strip yourself of these assets? Like, bring her back into the... Like, well, she might be She might be gone for a reason. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why what? she's gone. But... Oh, are you... Are you... Right, let's move on. <laughs> okay. no, no, she's not released or anything. I did, could be a medical thing or... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, still, I mean... Yeah. But even without her, if you just go back to what he was doing in NXT, it was cool. Just have him come out like NXT, dress like NXT, and beat people up like NXT. But of course, I feel like you could take what I just said and apply it to many people. Over there, <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right. Um, uh, it's an evergreen comment. Uh, we had a, a surprise win. Nikki, A.S.H., and Rhea Ripley beat Natalia and Tamina for the tag team titles. And as I said on Twitter, you may not like Nikki, A.S.H., but in three months, she's won women's money in the bank, the world title, and now the tag team championship. So it's worked out pretty good for her so far. I mean, they kind of had to. I mean, they had like this, like, breakdown in tears connor's cure promo prior to the match they kind of <laughs> you can't dog them with a loss after that right yeah, yeah real real looked really affected by that like she yeah. was uh i i felt for her I, i've clearly she's you know had to deal with this before so uh that was that was touching i thought yeah it was I, I agree, and it's cool. I always like whenever companies have these kind of things where they give back and that kind of stuff. So good on them for that. Good on them for getting the title win. I feel like if I feel like that tag team division needed a fresh, fresh team because uh, Natalia and, and Tamina felt like the least dominant tag team champions they've ever had. Well, they, they I mean, honestly, they, I mean, they fucked it up because they had after WrestleMania, they had the crowd on their side, and then they inexplicably turned them heel. Even right. though the crowd was going for him, and then there was just Natalia got injured, and it was just like they were just all over the place with them. And, and then they lost every week. They would constantly keep getting beat. So it's not like it feels like a big deal when you see those titles change because they're getting beat all the time. Right. Um, now this next segment, by the way, probably even more so than Shayna Baszler. The biggest surprise for me of the night, Alexa Bliss and uh, Charlotte Flair and their promo. And I was ready for for nonsense, but <laughs> this was a great I thought this was a great promo. And dare I say, I'm invested. I want to see this match now at, at Extreme Rules. They sold me on the match. Uh, Justin, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair. How did you like this one was great, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not as harsh on the hocus pocus as uh, Raj will be, <laughs> but I'll say this: it is still ridiculous when you look at the setting and props of the the swing and slide playground set and uh, the, the dolls. But when you look past all that, the dialogue was pretty hard hitting, good build. And they, they, they tried to kind of like very soft roast, soft shoot. Um, certainly if Alexa wanted to really shoot at Charlotte when they were talking about like legacies and personal life stuff, um, as we talked about given the, <laughs> given the week's right. news, the flare news, there would have been shots to take that, that they didn't. Um, right. 
but but there was there was a feeling of like you know Charlotte's like oh originality kind of as a wink wink nod nod at Alexa taking on a Bray Wyatt Harley thing Quinn. Or, and Harley Quinn and, and and like you know like, like look past all the other shenanigans you might not like this felt like wow what a build to a match yeah. um you know Alexa saying Charlotte yeah you've won more titles than any other woman that means you've lost more uh, there was a lot to this. I don't know what to expect out of this on Sunday. Like, I, I don't, I really don't know who's going to win, which I guess is good, but I don't know what's going to get accomplished with this. But in and of itself, the dialogue, it was, it was good. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was really good. There's no magic. There was no, dolls winking and you know boxes falling on charlotte or anything like that so i think keeping it personal is in my opinion the best thing in wrestling because when it feels real like when it Mm -hmm. feels like you're seeing something that uh that you're not that you know cuts to the bone and i feel like uh this was getting there and so I, I really like this. They, I was nervous throughout because they cut to uh, Lily multiple times. <laughs> right. And I was like, don't do it. Don't yeah. wink. Don't do it. Don't wink. <laughs> don't wink. The wink would have killed it. If, the, if there was a wink, everything would have been lost. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and they keep showing these USA commercials promoting the uh, Chucky series. And I'm waiting right. for like, well, I'm waiting for like Chucky and, and <laughs> Lily just to have a freaking promotional segment together. And I'm looking forward to the Chucky series, actually. Oh, but <laughs> but it's all in context. Like, you know, I don't want all, Chucky it's, it's, in a Rocky it's, movie. It's all better than Todd <laughs> Chrisley, right? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who is that guy? I get offended when I see his commercials. You think I'm going to watch this? Show? I don't know who that is. I've he's never a, gotten that. He's a southern guy who's rich, who I've heard is apparently accused of mishandling money uh many people think he's gay but he's not he's got a wife and kid i don't know who he is he he's a guy who's got a usa stain power show and thank god that chucky's gonna so so when people are like oh raw was number one for the night or you know dynamite was number two or look at what's on cable right now It's like, oh, other than football and this, it, wrestling was number one. It's like, yeah, but what the fuck was on? There was nothing, you know, Chrisley knows best and shit like I, that. I want a show with Todd Chrisley and Hulk Hogan. Who knows best? <laughs> Hulk or Todd? Oh, get to the bottom of it. <laughs> who really knows best? Uh, we have uh, someone who didn't know best this time around was Drake Maverick. More 24-7 shenanigans kind of fun again looks like we're trying to get an evil mastermind and drake maverick here um probably nothing to take away there though uh unless you guys want to add anything to it reggie should not be on every week keep him special because the stuff he does is really cool but you see it every week you get you get it it gets old quick yeah um justin anything you want to add (laughs) To, uh, <laughs> USC nope. Chrisley go after the twenty four seven title. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. Why are we taking? What happened? Why did this become the shoot on Chrisley knows best show? We have said Chrisley tonight more than ever. <laughs> uh, and, and, Todd, and Todd Chrisley's one who loves it because I, I like I tagged him years ago 
in a negative tweet like who the yeah. f is this guy get him whatever whatever and, and yeah. he like liked it and retweeted so he's clearly a guy who just loves to see his name tagged so <laughs> i don't indulge him anymore i always whenever i watch commercial whenever i see the commercial i think this is what advertisers think i am because that's what they're advertised so like i was like they think apparently if i watch raw they think i vape because they're all anti-vaping commercials they think i go get pizza and sonics all the time right. and i need budget insurance and i you like don't, you don't need <laughs> you, know, you, you drop your pizzas and you need, you need insurance i don't buy it jack you you have the, you have the, you have the miss hollywood face the hollywood hair you had a carb like three months ago. I yeah, think I don't believe time. you haven't ate Sonic. You haven't ate Sonic since the you third grade picnic this weekend. I no, was... no, don't, don't. I don't buy it. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. Well, um, Jack Farmer's as pretty yeah. as Eva Marie. I, well, I close. Close. <laughs> I'll take a slight second. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Hardy and Sheamus had a match that was not pretty uh, because every match Sheamus has looks like it's an absolute war. He gets busted up every time he fights. There is nobody in my notes. There is in the last ten years nobody has gotten busted open more the hard way than Sheamus, right? In WWE, yeah, nobody, nobody. He's just every fight he's in, every match he has against Jeff Hardy of all people. You think this will be fun, but by the books, nope. He's gonna get, he's gonna treat it like a, a war. Get busted open. Jeff Hardy gets the win. It's going to be a three-way at Extreme Rules. And again, I'm actually kind of excited. I want Jeff Hardy to win now. I'm kind of rooting it for Jeff no Hardy. Sense, it makes Why? no sense, It makes no sense. I don't care. Why? Don't he care. lost clean last week. Why is he in a match to get a title care. shot? I don't care. It makes no fucking sense. I want to punch you in your pretty little face. Why the fuck is this happening? I'm going to take a piece of bread and shove it down. (laughs) I'm going to make you have some carbs. Jack, I'm going to shave shave that voluminous hair you have. He's going to win, and I am going to enjoy it next week on the Raw After Show. I'm going to say Jeff Hardy is our Don't watch the Raw After Show. Don't encourage them. I, it makes no sense, and it, you could have done an angle to make it make sense. If if you had a little planning, you could have said, you know what, Jeff Hardy probably should have beat Damian Priest in a non-title match last week. Then it makes sense that he is in a match to get a title shot. Are you advocating for a championship contender match where the champion? No, <laughs> I'm not. But but I'm just saying, in the, it would have been better than this. Uh, I like it. I don't care. I don't care if it makes sense. And I don't care if Jeff Hardy wins. God damn it, Jack. I want to see it. I want to see it. I'm Jack, I don't, I, don't, I don't like your <laughs> level of, of accepting this. I am, we I we accept just... so many things in wrestling that we would not accept in a regular TV show. Like, oh, this makes sure. no sense why he's... Jack, you're, you're, oh, you're sure. like the missionary position of, of, <laughs> of, 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 of opinion acceptance. <laughs> I don't even have a comeback for that, you. I don't even know what that Switch means. Switch it up. Switch it up. Give me a riding cowgirl or a doggy style of, of opinion. This one, I look, I'm a huge Seamus fan. I like, I really like Damian Priest. I'm not even that big of a Jeff Hardy fan. But for what? some reason, after this match, I was like, I want to see him win the title. Well, you're just missionary for Jeff Hardy. There you go. Made, no, it made no damn sense. You're like, oh, let him in. 
I 100% want to see a sign in the crowd that says missionary for Jeff Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Edward Cousins, good good point here. At least Jeff Hardy's out of the 24-7 picture. He's moving up the ranks. He, One he might... week was a week too long for him. That that's that sucked. Cool. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that, I'm gonna love it. You guys are gonna be curmudgeons next week when when he wins, and I'm gonna be excited about it. He's but, not winning. Uh, <laughs> You're the missionary I'm, of this podcast. Jeff, right. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Hardy, you can do it. I believe in you. I like your face paint. It's gonna work out. <laughs> Which is what everybody said to the first person breaking the virginity. I believe in you. You can do it. It's your face paint. I love you. Good this God. Is... Jack. Mess up. Uh, wipe the gel out of your hair. Mess up your hair and have some have something other than it missionary. Doesn't move. It doesn't get, move. Get... It's, like a, it's like a Lego piece. It won't move. Sometimes you got to go hair... doggy. Sometimes you got to go doggy. Does your hair not move at all? Do you not, do you not so allow her to run? We call it raw. Uh, Casey. This show has gone off the rails. I think that's true. That's uh, we we promised you at the beginning the rails weren't going to be a part of this show, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, so we'll end the show with Reigns, Big E, and Lashley. Incredible match. I thought this was a banger. Love I it. thought this was fantastic. Better than we deserve on a on a Raw, I would say. But it was good. Of course, Reigns gets the win after Lashley brings out the steel chair. Him bringing out the steel chair was when I realized I was wrong about the six-man tags. It was the three-way matches that I was thinking about being no DQ. Uh, Raj, you said you loved it. What were your takeaways? I thought it was great. You know, I, I you know, I, I, I get why they're doing what they're doing. I felt like they gave, they kind of gave away a lot tonight. Um, you know, again, Reigns wrestling twice. I, I feel like he should be more of a, a special attraction, uh, but. Still, it was it was awesome. He made a huge difference, and this felt like a huge match. And I, you know, I did I did point out on Twitter like you had three people of color in the main event, and yeah. ten years ago that wasn't a thing. You didn't have triple threats with you know three people of color. So it, it's and it's not a big deal now, which is kind of a huge deal that. You know, WWE has moved on, and uh, yeah. So I thought, I thought, you know, I thought it was really, really cool. So yeah, I, yeah. And I, I usually don't get political with this kind of stuff, but that was that did stand out to me that it's it's there and it's it's not like something you have to brag about. It's 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 there. Yeah, I'd say that's the best part about it. Is it it was, but it wasn't like a that wasn't the point of the match. Right, right. It was just... It wasn't to make any kind of history or anything like that, right? Yeah, like they would have been the guys in that match regardless. It doesn't... It didn't matter. And that was what was really cool about it. Yeah, they were the three biggest stars on the show. And And they were. And they really were, too. Like, it felt different whenever they were on screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Organically, they are the three biggest stars, no matter that they are, you know, black or... Samoan or whatever they are that's so that that that's cool I mean yeah this you know you watch all three entrances and all three entrances were kind of rushed you know because they're, they're trying to get the time but they played off of it as like all three guys ready to get to you know they've already you know uh had physical 
you know, already had physicality earlier that night. It, it was cool that, like, here's a non-title match between three guys who all three were already on the start of the show, physical with each other. But this felt, it had a big feel, uh, a big fight feel. Mm-hmm. I thought that said something. To have a non-title match with guys who you've already seen their entrances, heard their music, and it still has a big fight feel. I thought that was a testament to the freshness of this and the uh, attitudes of all their characters coming into this. Yeah, they all like you know they all were ready to just <laughs> beat the shit out of each other, <laughs> and that was cool. And then, completely separate from that, to break the fourth wall. Um and uh, 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 Jack maybe or uh, both of you I don't know mm-hmm. I can say for me I've had the the, the privilege all three of these guys uh, Lashley uh, Roman and Big E I've got to sit in person in a room with them and and do an uh, an interview or have a conversation with all three of them and all three of them <laughs> are probably three of the most up upst- up. And all this dark side of the ring talk right now going on, here's three guys who are, at least two of them, I don't know about uh, Big E, but, two, but Lashley and Roman, fathers, um, but all three of them just good guys who love the business but are just come off as good people. Mm-hmm. And so you look, at, you look at that through the lens of this other stuff we have to deal with, and you just sit back and go, here's three people we can be happy about. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley's trying to play this vicious heel, and he does it. But you also know he's also, like, sweet as pie. You watch him on the Austin podcast, and he, oh, just, yeah. he doesn't get mad. He's just a good – he's an Army veteran who's a father raising his kids, who's just a good guy. So, he, like, how – it's hard to get mad at him. You got Big E, the power of positivity, who's played a heel, who plays a face. You got, you know, uh, you got Roman Reigns, who publicly has battled cancer, <laughs> right? But has still managed to transform into this new character that has catapulted his career, and and quite frankly, has been an anchor to WWE's. It is such an. Around applause, around around applause moment to see these three guys in this position. You know, you know, kind of with that point. Who do you truly hate then in wrestling? Like, if you're looking for real heat, who who do you really hate? Or, or you know, maybe not us personally, but MJF, right? Like fans, yeah. I, I think well, I feel like he's the only uh, one that few, gets that. He is a break character. He's the only one that really gets that. He he doesn't break character. He doesn't tweet nice things, and then he's a jerk on TV. He's just he's a know, jerk. He's that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, look when when we when wrestling returned to traveling to to preliminary traveling, and AEW released their first six dates. MJF's tweet was, "Uh, the South." <laughs> <laughs> All their dates in the South. <laughs> On this, on, they're returning. You know, they're so returning. Great. He was like, "Oh, the South." You know, like, yeah. I mean, what a great, 
Yeah, you've been lo- on lockdown for a year and a half. Right. And, and they release Miami, Houston, whatever. You know, you go, oh, the South. You know? <laughs> what a great tweet. That is great. Brock is Brock is there in the sense that... He doesn't tweet, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's he feels legit. Like, he he's not playing a character. And Roman, Roman too, he protects his character a lot. He, uh, with Brock, because... It's because I think there's also a lot of fans didn't like him because he was a part time guy and stuff. There's a little bit of realism for not people liking him. I also think though people are starting to respect him too much now to have that because I, I feel like more and more people are just kind of like, yeah, he is actually really great, even he though is. he's part time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's part time, but he's great. Yeah. Uh, Zook Enigma says in the chat, it's a big deal to us. The finish was done before. Um, uh, a big deal, I think maybe the. Like uh, people of color. Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. The, um, yeah, it is a big. I, I, what I, what I was saying wasn't that it's not a big deal. I was just saying that they're not making it like it's not being done. Right. Anyway. Like, yeah, it's a big deal, but the fact that it, 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 it's not going, it, it's not in their minds for why they're putting the match together. Ha, yeah, ha, had Jimmy and Corey and Brian or Byron gone to uh, break? Coming up next, the first time ever. A black right. man versus a black man versus Samoan in the main event of Raw. It would have been like, right. Jesus Christ. Right, right. You know, it, yeah. yeah. But uh, WWE is at that state where they have so many top people of color that it's you, you don't have to be like, oh, you know, right. whatever. Well, you <laughs> don't have to, we don't have to yeah. make a big deal about Bianca Belair. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. It just. It's just, they're just there. They're, yeah. they're, yeah. they're. Which is Pop good. Stars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's they've caught up. Right. Yeah. So it's so in that case, yeah, as far as I, it is a big deal, Zook, to your point, it is a big deal. We just mean in that case, it wasn't like a right. It wasn't exactly. a forced big deal, uh, if that makes right. sense. Um, but yeah, the ending, uh, I, I, I thought it was good. I kind of wanted Bobby Lashley to get the win since he was the only one not with a title, but I get why. This was yeah. one of those I felt like no one should have lost. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Rain shouldn't be pinned right now. Biggie, I feel like Biggie needed to win tonight. I kind of feel like they kind of screwed that up. He should have had a It's his does, first week as champion. I felt like he should have had some sort of uh momentum goer. Does does Biggie have a match at Extreme Rules? Not right now, no. Cuz cuz originally it was supposed to be uh Lashley and Randy Orton. Cuz Roman has Finn Right, Roman has the demon, but but, but Biggie doesn't have anything. Biggie does. I'm guessing it's going to be Biggie and Lashley, but we'll see. Wouldn't it's this they... weekend, right? They'd have to. Oh yeah, play. yeah. I guess that's next week, right? That's what um, I mean. This is the go right. home show. This is the go home show. I think yeah? it wouldn't be out of the ordinary for them to just say, you know, announce this week, uh, right. Biggie versus Lashley. on the pre-show. Biggie <laughs> versus Lashley. Yeah. Oh lordy, yeah. That that um. But also, they've done pay per view, or they've done these shows without both people on it, right? Without both champions on it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there was that one where Roman was supposed to face Mysterio in a Hell in a Cell match, and then they pulled it at the last minute to be on SmackDown, and he didn't have a match on the pay per view. So they they definitely do that. Yeah, so it wouldn't shock me if they just didn't have it because Extreme Rules is like one of their smallest ones. This is well, it's a D well, show. And yeah. it's a it's a bad time of year because you're approaching a salty show in a month, right. so you yeah. can't burn a salty main event. 
You got Saudi and then Survivor Series right after. Yeah. This one's old. Salt, you know, Survivor Series at Barclays, which they officially announced finally with tickets. Right. Yeah, this one's almost as low down the totem pole as like Great Balls of Fire and stomping, <laughs> stomping ground. Yeah, Extreme Rules. It's, it, there's line. nothing. What, what is an Extreme? Yeah, I mean, what We're going to be extreme. <laughs> it's going to be extreme. It's going to be crazy. Never mind. <laughs> it's going to be so extreme. Fire. The craziest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Never mind. Raj's <laughs> chairs. Fire. <laughs> tables, thumbtacks. That was hard. That was that was intense, but it wasn't extreme. That was not extreme. extreme. That was just crazy. We need extreme, extreme, extreme everywhere. It's tonight. Extreme is tonight. <laughs> extreme rules tonight. Where we all get extreme. Do we have? I, I don't even know. It's it's Roman versus Finn, and then it's like Street Profits, Usos, Charlotte, and Alexa. What else is there? On the show. Uh, let me see here. Here, here we Probably go. Probably Nakamura and uh, oh no, that's we got Finn Nick versus Palmer. Roman, Alexa Bliss Nick versus Palmer Charlotte is going to compete in a hair match. His oh, hair <laughs> will be stripped at the end of the night. So much hair is going to be gone. <laughs> Sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Manscaped. Alexa Bliss versus take- Charlotte, Bianca versus Becky, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus versus Damian Priest, Steve Profits. Versus the Usos and Carmella versus Liv Morgan. Jack Farmer is going to tape his same lawnmower 3.0. 3.0. 3.0. The same one he uses on his Jack Farmer balls will be used on his Jack Farmer that's hair. The, that's the punishment. He's going to shave it. Tonight on Extreme Rules post show on Wrestling Inc. This is Jeff, Jeff Farmer, one of my closest friends, Jeff Farmer. <laughs> the fake sting show up and show the real Jack Farmer how to shave his balls and shave his hair. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> oh, this is it has gotten off the rails here. We we do real quick, we, we did not mention this earlier, but AEW announced that they're working on a new relationship with the Owen Hart uh, Foundation. And they're gonna do an annual Owen Hart Cup tournament in AEW. The winner of the tournament will receive a cup known as the Owen. And they're going to pr- uh, produce and distribute unique and original Owen merchandise. And so... The the only thing about... This is great. I don't know, the only negative I can offer to this is... There are so few photos and videos that AEW can use because WWE owns so much of it, of Owen. Mm-hmm. And in terms of, you know promotional things around it that 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 was my thought was like they you know but uh, i mean it's that's cool and we all love owen and i mean you know brian pillman jr there's a picture he put it out there of of you know i mean this is so cool but that's my only thought was WWE owns so much of the property of owen's career library so it's like uh yeah I, i'm sure they'll, they might be able to get some stuff from like japan or yeah, I mean, I mean, there's tons but of photos d- that they yeah. could probably get, but they're not like the high res, you know. You yeah, know what but, I mean? Like the studio. W- WWE owns Stampede video. They, I mean, uh, like what video of Owen do they not own? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I think it's cool that they're doing that. Uh, I was it's gr- it's great to hear Owen's oh, name again. Yes. Yeah. 
it's yeah, I think it'll be great. Is it going to be a, an annual thing? The cup? Yeah. Or is it, that's yeah. very cool. I love tournaments. So Raj pop quiz. Yes or no? Because we've seen this happen before the inception of the official AW. Does Bret Hart appear on AW's TV and present the first ever Owen Cup to the winner? I think he does. I think he does. How do you not? Yeah, it's it's. There's no way you don't do it. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah, he's got it. Uh, and Brett has shown that he does not kiss ass to anyone. He don't. He don't give a fuck. Right. No. Yeah. He's gonna say yeah. <laughs> Triple H is always four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no. He's he's not. He doesn't shy give a fuck. To, uh... All right. So does anybody else other than Brian Pillman Jr. who they're pushing right now with MJF? Does anybody else win? I mean, Brian Pillman Jr. is one of the few people on this roster I can say Owen Hart touched me. Like 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 yeah. held me in a picture. Like had like physical contact with my family. Like, is there anybody else that wins this? You're trying to strap uh, something to a new I, young star. I mean, I think it'd be great if he did because I think he's he's young. I think he could be a big star for them, and I think that's a great feel good moment kind of thing. I would love it. I'm okay, even if it's predictable. I'm okay with that if it, it's a feel good moment. I feel like he has to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Someone's saying Sammy. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that their influences are Owen. And so, like, you. Yeah. Yeah, lots of. Kevin lots Owens. Of- Ooh. Son's named after Owen. I mean, you know, that would be a huge deal. So. Yeah. And, and when are they. Did, 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 they, they, did, did they say when they're doing the cup? No. No, it's just so. In theory, they can hold it to the start of 20, 2022 when Owens is a, able to come. Right? Yeah. Mm. Jeez, it's it's so crazy. All these names that are being linked over to AEW. Crazy times. Crazy. It is crazy times for sure. It's uh, it's the most exciting time in wrestling in, in forever. Yeah, I've already heard Jack Farmer's been linked. Jeff Farmer is one of my great guy. Yeah, you link me up all we can, baby. I'm dead. <laughs> Jack Farmer, good head of hair. Well, that, <laughs> Trump called uh, Anderson Silva Anderson Silver. He's a <laughs> close guy. friend, Anderson Silver. <laughs> Jack Farmer, good head of hair, good guy. It's all you need. <laughs> uh, well... So I'm calling you Jeff Farmer on purpose. I noticed, yes. yeah, right. the fake, the fake <laughs> thing, and I know, yeah, because the silver thing. I got it. I got it. Uh, old fake thing. One of my favorites, just because his real name was Jeff Farmer. By the way, uh, not a real. I mean, he wasn't a real favorite. He didn't really wasn't really around much to be much of a real favorite. But, uh, but there's always a part of me that's like, come on, Jeff, you got to represent the Farmer family. Uh, but uh, I think that does it for us. Uh, Unless you guys have anything you want to wrap up with, anyone in the chat have anything they want to add in before we go? But uh, great raw, great great go home show. I don't know what WWE's on. I don't know why they're doing the things they are, but it, I love it. The past few weeks have been great. So I hope if it's AEW competition, cool, happy, whatever it is. It's an exciting time. So 
So everyone watched. It was a good Raw. A, a rare good Raw, I thought. Yeah. It was it was it was a good one. I enjoyed it. Of course. I always <laughs> you, you. I'm easy. Uh I'm mission <laughs> I'm missionary. I'm easy. Uh <laughs> ladies, he's the missionary of the wrestling ink experience. Hey. Hey. Just lay down. You can't you can't Don't mess up a anything. classic. <laughs> I want to see Dewdrop Dewdrop and Eva Marie next week That's going to make it great <laughs> A best They're going to go for a best out of seven uh, Series It'll be a classic For Rod this was a good week yeah. um, But that does it for us Make sure to tune in to the NXT after show Tomorrow I have a feeling that will be very interesting With all the new stuff that they've been doing over there uh, AEW uh, Dynamite After Show on Wednesday. That's going to be good because they're going to have a jam-packed show. And, of course, Friday, another After Show for SmackDown and Rampage. All good things over there. And, of course, with all the news, you can't miss anything at Wrestling Inc. And, and at Sunday. Wrestling. And Sunday. Oh. Extreme Rules. And, <laughs> yes, Extreme Rules. So it's going to be another busy week, Raj. I'm glad you had nothing but rest and relaxation uh, to keep you powered. I'm, I'm the rest. energized. Uh and shout out Ralph the Ace, by the way, coming in at the clutch. Thanks for the entertainment, gentlemen. Ralph, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Ralph. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm Jack Farmer. He's Justin Labar. He's Raj Geary. That does it for us. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow for the NXT After Show on Wrestling Inc. Jack Farmer. Yamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.